Hey, how's it going? Uh, Gabagoo uh, podcast. And, fuck, I tried my hardest. Uh, the Tales of Sasato podcast. And we unfortunately do not have Gabagoo. But we do have a new Japanese breakfast song slash music video slash dissertation about, well, self-administered dissertation about her uh, life and, and work um, leading up to this year and soon to come in this year. Uh, Pitchfork has pretty much run a full court press uh, in sponsoring and leading the charge. I just accidentally hit my mic um, of trying to promote Michelle's honor and everything she's doing going forward. I believe a memoir as well. I'm going to fuck with that. I mean, she, if I thought about prominent alt pop uh, artists that don't get a ton, like, even though they have popular songs, they'll get a ton of like actual, you know, recogni- recognition as being a talented artist. I think Japanese Breakfast would be up there. Uh, I, her most famous song is Roadhead by quite a bit. And I know a lot of people have heard that, but I think some of her better pop works, uh, especially more attainable, accessible pop works would be on um, Psycho Pump, which, I, you know, I, I heard that album after I heard uh, Soft Sounds from Another Planet in uh, late 2017. Uh, that's when I heard it. I don't, think it, I, don't know, I don't remember when it came out, but that's when I heard it. And... It was a really good project. I mean, it's a really poppy project um, at times. And then also at times, times you know, I, I think the best moments on that project, and I don't really want to go too far into her previous albums because I, you know, when, when it comes to pop, some pop acts, I kind of lyrically don't remember much of them. But I know with, with this album, it was very strong at times and in, in, when it comes to the lyrics. But um, her ambient sounds that are very well orchestrated and put together sometimes drown out um what she's trying to do lyrically for me sometimes like if i go back to this album uh 2016 it's been five years since i came out uh you know like the woman that loves you let me play this real quick this is it's the the hook on here um with a little bit more, uh, my ears, I think, my, my ears are, like, really bad when it comes to highs. So, like, when she starts entering, like, the higher registers, it kind of fades out for me. I think I just have bad ears. But uh, Everybody Wants to Love You is one of the popular tracks. I think the popular track on here. And it is, um, also lyrically pretty good. And, um, in Heaven is, no, and, and Heaven is, I think, the one I was looking for. This is, like, the least, like, this is just, like, straight dedication to her mother she opens up with and i mean most of the albums are centered around her mother i mean literally she, you know the, the cover art but yeah i mean she she's really big into like sounds and ambience being kind of like the i would say they're they're meant to in part be like like i don't see as important as what she's saying because they're not but like they're like the the macaroni to the dish, you know. Like macaroni, I would say is probably the if you think about Thanksgiving, probably the second most important uh, dish that or part of the dish, and the most important side. It's not the entree, it's not the chicken, it's not the turkey. Uh, depending on what I guess ethnicity you are, because I don't think you know turkey is not as big in the black community when it comes to Thanksgiving. It's honest to God, like 
everything I've been to had chicken and turkey, and most people like the turkey, the chicken more, more often than not. Now, I've had good turkey, but I think good chicken is always having a higher ceiling. Uh, but this is a Thanksgiving podcast. Uh, <laughs> and I think her, her macaroni, um, very well done. I mean, the ambience is tastefully done on here. See, I don't know. I just, I'm just not good at like discerning lyrics, period. And it's not just her. It's just I'm not good at discerning lyrics. But the point being, uh, you know, kind of more poppy on um, on on uh, the second album. But, you know, that's to be speculated in a larger register. She's more open, speaking about more open uh, topics, a wider, wider lane of what she's interested in by that point. And I think with this new, I have to pull the lyrics real quick, but with this new song, she seems very, very happy. Like I'm looking at, I think it's them dot, uh, I guess it's supposed to be saying us, them dot us. They did a story about this song. I guess she's bisexual or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't know her. Um, I want to say gender for, I don't know, sexuality. I don't know her sexuality, but I assume she's bisexual based on them doing this article about her. Uh, after spending the last five years writing about grief, I wanted our follow-up to be about joy, uh, as Honor said in a statement. For me, a third record should feel bombastic, and so I wanted to put all the stops for this one. I wrote Be Sweet with Jack Taylor from Wild Nothing a few years ago. I've been around to it for so long, and I'm so excited to finally put it out there. That's interesting that you said that it's um, supposed to be more... That's older. That's an older song because I listened to it and it reminded me a lot of the Maximalist, uh, very, you know, kind of, um, like kind of early 2000s pop steez that has been kind of prominent amongst some very talented pop artists such as Weekend and uh, Rina Sawayama uh, last year. It reminded me of something that would have done pretty good numbers if it was done by somebody else uh, last year. So for this to be a song that, well, she said she wrote it. I don't know. The production could also be an entirely different thing. She could have, you know, wrote it five years ago, but then actually get the instrumentals uh, recently. But either way, I would say this is a very contemporary song as far as production goes. And it's a very good time, I think, if you like that sound in, in pop. I'm kind of a fan of it. And I like this song. I love this song. And I mean, it just shows, I mean, it's really good writing chops. Like this is, I would say this is like the, easily the clearest her voice has been. Assuming that this is the direction of the entire album, just kind of making a, a maximalist and very uh, happy and, um, you know, poppy pop album. I would say this is easily going to be one of her clearest and, and least dependent on ambience. Um, but let's read out reading the, uh, the, the, the verse and the hook here. First verse, tell him, man, I'm coming, tell him count the days. I can feel the night passing by like a mistake for me. Cop in my feelings, overthink the truth. Fantasize you left him behind. I'm going to turn back running for you. Make it up to me. You know, it's better. Make it up to me. You know, it's better. Be sweet to me, baby. I want to believe you. I want to believe. You know, it's kind of, it's in that same sense of looking for an answer after, um, Maybe not necessarily "quote unquote" trauma, but you know, being hurt. But it's directed in a way that's just generally funner for us to listen to, more like closer to our vest than what we traditionally get out of Michelle's honor. So that's cool. Um, and I really, really kind of circle this all back and put a bow in this uh, particular episode. 
I really think she's one of the most talented artists out there. Um, her albums are always like whether or not you gain much from what you're hearing from her lyrically, or if you're hearing much from her lyrically, the instrumentals that she puts out there are always some of the best. Period. So if if I'm to think that this is a person coming to maybe simplify what she says lyrically and and really just set the table to just put out hits, I think she can do it. I really think she can. And uh, there's a tweet that I saw when just looking up, you know, content to kind of center around to get my mind the right way uh, when starting this um, this production. This guy uh, at Jacob K. Jacob Cup, uh, K-U-P-P-P, so Jacob Cup, um, he had a tweet that said, Rostrum, I don't know what that is, St. Vincent, SZA, and Japanese Breakfast are releasing new records. In their replies, someone mentioned Lord, um, and it's KTT Threat, shout out to KTT. Uh, I've, I thought about Superorganism. Some guys mentioned Lana, uh, which, <laughs> yeah, well, I had a pretty forgettable album that year. Um, then I think people mentioned those a couple of other acts, Charlie SES, who popped too. It's kind of like her, I think, breakout of Project Post Fancy that she produced by uh, for, for Iggy. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a really good album, a really good year for, for some artists. I had a couple in my head that I didn't really mention in this thread, but there's definitely, um, definitely some, some really, really important acts that kind of got there, their feet in the ground around that year. And I hope that 2021, you know, it, it's good for, um, for, 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 gals who do their own shit uh first the boat cutters the guy named like havas uh, i actually listened to her for the first time I believe two weeks ago on the behest of ktt really talented vocalist um outside of the lane he mentions a couple other acts that i listened to but fuck out oh i liked uh well it's more it's more electric ele- electronic than a uh, pop but i really liked uh dan safe and his uh his home song and the album centered around home I forgot the name of it, but fuck it. Um, really talented year for pop. So, I mean, to extend that, it would be pretty cool uh, in 2020 to 2021. But, yeah. Uh, people mentioned Claro. Fucking Claro. <laughs> oh, Claro. That, that album came and went. Uh, that was, that was... Was that late 2019, I think, her album came out? Or was that early 2020? That was... That was a really, really easily forgettable album. And it actually has some people to listen to that weren't like, you know, fucking post H&M fucking artsy-fartsy vibe motherfuckers um, that like was born at the womb with three different colors of, of blonde rotating out every fucking other day. But just normal people, like males, like normal males. And that, what is a normal male? I don't know. But like just people that are like are not in that that left, not politically speaking, but that left that listened to Claro's album, it was like, no, this shit is not interesting, and it's, it wasn't interesting lyrically. It was not like, <laughs> shout to Claro, man. You know she thinking about ambience, man. 
could you imagine like Clara is really good at all the people's production. I think Clara would be. I think she Clara, if you listen to this, and I know you like steal ideas from other people. Get on Japanese breakfast production. Get on some shit like um. Let me pull a shit up real quick. Let's see, boyish. That would be an idea. A uh, roadhead, soft. The boys a uh, uh, blade. The boys a blade. Go right now. Go listen to the boys a blade. If you listen to this, and go cover that. Like, go cover that, and then think about it. Listen to it, and be like, okay, let's do this. Let's write it with Japanese breakfast. I would say let her take lead on the writing. <laughs> no, no offense, but. And then put that song out. I guarantee you got another hit. I'm talking pretty girl level hit. I'm promising you, if you listen, if you do what I just suggested there, you got a banger. Be a Badoobie. That's another pop act that, okay, there's a lot of good pop acts that, that came out last year. Uh, anyway, Japanese Breakfast, uh, new album coming, I believe, in June. Uh, track list looks, her track lists don't like look particularly, well, I would say the first one, or the first album looks very demonstrative of the sound you're getting from there. But, I would say most of the time her track lists don't always dictate what you're getting out of the entire album concept, but it appears that third album's gonna be a lot happier and a little bit more zany, certainly. Roadhead, I think, is one of my, my favorite track um, song titles ever. All right, that's it. Japanese Breakfast, really good song. Uh, go please go listen to that and uh, go support it. Support the woman. She uh, gives you, she hasn't released an album in four years, so this is gonna be some good shit, I believe. When are we gonna get a new blonde album? 